I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to She Talks Peace a podcast that highlights the role of women peace builders around the world in bringing lasting peace and security to communities. Eavesdrop on their communities and get to know their stories. From the Philippines to Malaysia, from Indonesia to Palestine, from Myanmar to the United States, their dreams and hopes for a world without violence and a world where every woman and girl can be whoever she wants to be. Hosted by Amina Rasul Bernardo, President of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy. This is She Talks Peace. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Salam, salam, dear listeners. Welcome to a very special episode of She Talks Peace. I'm Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy, greeting you from Vienna. Now, my dear, dear listeners, this episode is truly special because as we are recording for this week's release, I am actually in Vienna to receive an award for She Talks Peace. Can you believe it? She Talks Peace received this year's Intercultural Achievement Award under the media category from the Austrian Federal Ministry for European and International Affairs. This is Austria's effort to recognize successful and innovative endeavors for intercultural and interreligious dialogue. And I'm so proud, not just because we won the category or media, but She Talks Peace is the only awardee from Asia. I'm here and able to get to know the other winners from Argentina, Benin, Ethiopia, North Macedonia, and two special prizes for two Austrian organizations. Each of the winners, each of us, we were asked to bring with us something from home that represented the work we do or our project. So I wore and brought a handwoven textile, uh, malong. It's also called tajung by my people, and it's a tubular skirt that's part of our getup. And I brought it because it's a very beautiful piece, and it uh, reflects my people, but I also brought, you know, I also brought it to show, you know, it's, um, it's a reminder of equality between men and women because both men and women in the Muslim uh, provinces wear the malo in different styles, of course, but the same malo. 
Plus, during times of armed conflict or disaster, the malong or the tadjong can be used as a blanket. It can be used as a you know, privacy tent. It can be used to carry your babies to safety or your, your things, your precious belongings to safety. It becomes a, a bag. So as I said the other night when, we, when I received the award, she talks peace. It, it's like my, my malong. My malong reminds me of the story of She Talks Peace because we weave different stories, different cultures from all over the world. And when you combine them, you can really see the beauty of uh, the work that everybody's doing in establishing a strong foundation for peace and how beautiful the world can be if only we had peace. Now, I just want to talk a little bit about my fellow awardees because they're really a fascinating group. Julio Pereira from Argentina has an organization called Escuelita Ambulante Caminos de Tiza. It's a uh, mobile uh, school. And his project, the Combo Tecoa, is community education in bilingual intercultural schools. So he has been working for the longest time doing mobile education in uh, Argentina, although originally he's from Uruguay. And the work that he does with indigenous peoples, working on on health and working on uh, discrimination and uh, uh, their, their ethnicity, this has actually not just gained him this award from Austria, the, Inter, the Intercultural Achievement Award, but Julio is going to be receiving the Human Rights Award from New York this December. That is the same award that was given to Malala and the late President Mandela. Isn't that amazing? And Julio is quite fun. He's always funny and always trying to make people uh, at ease. Then we had uh, Elena Apostoloska from North Macedonia. Elena came with uh, her colleague, Hava, and their uh, project, I think we can all uh, replicate in our, in our different countries. Their project is a school plastic-free movement. And you know what they do? They get the students together and they gather garbage, you know, plastic bottles and uh, uh, aluminum and strings and all that. And they work with the children to create, would you believe, musical instruments? It's really quite fun. You should watch the video of the uh, Intercultural Achievement Awards to see all of these great uh, Project. So that's the school plastic free movement. So you've got uh, a band, a school band for school children made of essentially recycled plastic. Fantastic. And then from Benin, the awardee was Zadok Anje Hungpatin. And his project is about storytelling, Hobivi, the transformative lyrics. And using storytelling and oral traditions, he promotes dialogue. 
his project has contributed to reducing uh, armed conflicts, actually, between Muslim herders and Christians in his home a region in Benin. And um, this particular project, it's, uh, you know, he, he was telling us that um, war exists in the, you know, starts in the minds of men. So we need to use these oral traditions and storytelling to replace those thoughts of war to seeds of uh, peace using storytelling. It's, it's really amazing. Then we had uh, from Ethiopia, Alemne Tadele. And his uh, organization is called Light for Eve or Life. And the project is Community Dialogue for Social and Behavioral Change to Abandon Female Genital Mutilation and Child Marriage. Now, in many poor countries in the Africa, and I think elsewhere. Unfortunately, female genital mutilation still exists. I think we have talked about this in in one episode. We've also talked about child marriage. And it is fantastic that Alemne is doing this work and is succeeding. So the fantastic international awardees. So this year, for the first time, it seems, the ministry decided to award two special prizes for Austria. One of them is called Hobby Lobby, and um, the the project of uh, Hobby Lobby. Uh, they several teachers got together because they found out that some kids refused to go home after school. They just stayed in the playground, and as it turns out, they had nothing to do at home. They had more fun in the playground. So these teachers came together to help these kids do something after school. That became Hobby Lobby. Extracurricular activities, leisure activities from art to sports. These uh, teachers organized themselves to do that. And Hobby Lobby was created. And they seem to be doing pretty well. They have expanded. Uh, in uh, Austria. The other special prize uh, for Austria is for a project called Respect. And Elizabeth Merkinger was the one who received the award. They have been working in a, a, a province called Melk in Austria. They provide educational support and other support to the refugee community that was welcomed by Austria. And uh, the, the support they offer includes finding livelihood uh, projects for, for the refugees and, very important, bringing the refugee community and the local host community together. So there you go. Five international uh, projects, too. Austrian projects, and, and all of them really quite uh, amazing. So today, we are having a little virtual party to celebrate our award with you. I'm here with very, very special people, some of the co-hosts of She Talks Peace. Shall we welcome them? Uh, my current co-host, Ayesa Abubakar of Malaysia, 
our previous co-host, Dina Zaman, also of Malaysia, and my sister Salma, who pinches in as co-host when none of us are available. So here they are. Hello, ladies. How are you, Dina? I am dealing with the flu caused by the haze, but for she talks, please, I'm here. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Amina, Dina, Salma. How's Al Bukhari, Ayesa? Oh, I'm I'm not in the university. I uh, I just got back from Kota Kinabalu, Sabah, so I'm resting today. Since I've been doing field work, interviewing the Bajau community in Kota Kinabalu. Oh, we should talk about that sometime soon. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> and Salma, you're going to be traveling to Mindanao, right? No, to Aceh. That's why I'm oh, fearful of the haze. That's right. You're going not Mindanao, but Aceh. So thank you Later. for joining me. Thank you for joining me, sisters. So it's it's really a wonderful day, right? We are celebrating. Um, she talks peace, getting an award. Can you imagine, Dina, when we started this? Can you imagine that we would it would actually merit international recognition, Dina? I didn't imagine. I still remember this. If you don't, yeah. If you don't mind me saying this, when you told me this idea one two years ago, yeah, yeah, I did think this. How is Amina going to do this? We're in the middle of a pandemic, right? You know, you <laughs> agree. Huh? But it was Amina, so she said, just try. We'll do it for six months. <laughs> and we actually lasted a year, and I went, hey, it has legs. And then it's just moved on to this, and I went, I'm really happy to see this, you know, that this is going so well. So, yes, there is a place for this. People listen. Um, I have friends who actually listen to She Talks Peace. They're not peace builders, but mm-hmm. they say, you know, I'm so glad you gave us that name, that, that Spotify link. Because mm-hmm. these women really educate us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, now we, we are in our 110th episode. And this should be the 111th episode. Yes. So what do you think, Ayesa, when you, when you came on board? You've never done a podcast before, right? That's right. I was also very anxious. How am I going to be talking like a, you know, like a newscaster online? And the way that Amina describes it, like it's just a matter of like, you know, chit chat among friends. Okay, how does that work? Am I going to be a boo boo of myself? You know, <laughs> talking too much and laughing a lot. Exactly, that's what was happening to me. Yeah, but it's such a good experience, and we were really able to reach out to a lot of people. And just like Dina, you know, Dina mentioned, I was in Kota Kinabalu just the other day, and in the car of my friend who was driving me around around KK, she actually put it on her. Bluetooth. So when she opens her car uh, audio, she was listening to the uh, your interview with Lenny Robredo. Oh, and she loved it. You know, so it was amazing. And she's a nutritionist. She's an academician as well, but a nutritionist. So she was really happy that she could, you know, listen to a lot of different uh, expertise of women you know, in various development and peace and conflict issues. So she also likes the show a lot. I'm so, so glad to to hear that. But, but you know, you know, Ayesa, when you're talking about um, the former Vice President Lenny Robredo, 
she actually came on the show because I sent her a text and I said, Hey, Lenny, you know, your daughter, Aika, has the top numbers of listeners on the show. Could you please tell uh, Aika that she's my number one guest? So Lenny calls me. We talked about um, about Aika and uh, the work they do on uh, Angat Buhay. And then I said, Lenny, can you just come on the show yourself? So Lenny did. And you know what? Their numbers of listeners for the Lenny Robredo episodes, because we did two episodes, is really remarkable. Keeps growing and uh, and growing. And Salma, what did you think when when I, I what do you call it, voluntold, not volunteered, but voluntold, voluntold. to host <laughs> well, when I couldn't? I mean, let me share. Uh, the other day, I attended a lecture at uh, the College of Law with uh, Justice Carpio talking about the West Philippine Sea. I was seated mm-hmm. between two of your friends, Ambassador Vicky Bataclan oh, and Marites, Marites Vito. So Marites, tell, Marites recounts that she met a faculty member from MSU Marawi who listens to your podcast. And she told Marites... To, you know, he said, why don't you listen to She Talks Peace? Because uh, Amina uh, interviews so many peace builders from all over the world and some of their insights would be helpful in any research you're doing on, <laughs> on conflict. So Marites was so happy that uh, when, she, when I told her that you got an award. So that's what we were doing, chit-chatting while waiting for Justice Carpio to lecture. Ayesa. You know, I think I know who that professor is because that professor also texted me. And uh, she is your friend, Eileen. And Eileen texted me to tell me that she had listened finally to all the episodes. So every weekend she listens to previous episodes and she says that it helps her contextualize what she teaches. So it's really so great that you know, that people find value in our our episodes. So I'm going to ask each and every one of you, what is your most memorable episode when you were hosting? Your most memorable or your favorite, Dina? Mm. I don't have a favorite person that you interviewed, but could I replace that with um? Some of the things that I discovered, the, the, what I would say, you know, uh, favorite teachings. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. You know, when I, I've always told people, when Iman was established, I think a lot of us just went into it thinking CVE peace building. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I've had a lot of moments when I thought, am I doing the right thing? You know, and one of the things when we did the She Talks Peace thing, right? Now, a lot of people think that when you do security work, peace building yeah. work, CV, it's extremely masculine. Right. So when you, you and I co-host it, right? Okay, this sounds extremely shallow, but you're like, all the ladies have painted nails and jewelry. <laughs> and I thought, no, but I thought, you know what? Because back here in KL, I mean, not all, but a lot of people think that if you are going to be an NGO, you shouldn't be feminine. Mm-hmm. And I just felt oh, so relieved I don't have to wear all this. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in this. 
with beauty comes strength. Mm. You know, these ladies, they have all this makeup and all, mm. but the work... You remember the twins? You introduced me to the twins? Oh, yeah. I remember thinking... From Lebanon. Oh, these girls, yeah. I thought they should be models, but two, the work they did, I'll be honest, Amina, uh, Zama, Aisha, I don't think I can do that kind of work. Me Where too. do they get that strength? Me you know? too. Yeah. Those, those were the uh, Yamut uh, sisters, and they're called yes. the Kamikaze twins in Lebanon. <laughs> yeah, and I think that what my friends, and what I feel is when I listen to She Talks pieces, that it's not that typical interview like, oh, no, 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 you know, we've got this, and we're going to cross over, blah, 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 we're going to shoot them. No. Everyone that has been on your show shows a human side. And you're like, phew. You know? There's a lot of humor. There's a lot of sadness also. But I'm glad that she talks, she shows the human side of peace building and conflict work. Yeah. And, and really, Dina, remember when we choose our, our guests, we really yeah. wanted to showcase, you know, people who yeah. listeners would say, I can do that. I can do yeah. something, something like that and, and be able to encourage more peace yeah. builders from among those yeah. who who listen. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm glad that we're we've now reached one hundred countries. Can you imagine, Dina? Fantastic. Yeah. Countries. And Miss Ayesa, what about you? What is one of your memorable episodes or your favorite episode? There's actually two, but I cannot help it. <laughs> so first was <laughs> First was uh, because they present two two dimensions of uh, or situations, you know, in a, in a conflict mm -hmm. community uh, and one in a non uh, armed mm -hmm. conflict community like Malaysia. Mm -hmm. We had a guest in episode one hundred four, a uh, Winnie Yi from oh, yeah. Sabah. She's a right. director of the Sabah Action Resource Group or SAWA, which is a feminist organization. What is interesting with Winnie's uh, sharing during that show because it shows us the challenges that. Um, feminist groups you know uh, are experiencing you know it's not only about the politics of uh, gender equality but even in the generation you know like we have uh, the the veteran generation of women's activists well at the same time you also have the upcoming younger generation so yeah. there is really a, a big gap to it and how do you make sawo or any other women's group relevant you know, given that we have this variety and exciting field of AI and, um, you know, new trends with our younger people. So, so that kind of sharing from Winnie was really very useful. On the other side, we had a guest, uh, Muna Lukman. Muna mm. Lukman from Yemen, who apparently just won an award in the yes. U.S., she yes, is. Yes. Uh, she was awarded the Hillary Clinton Award at the Georgetown uh, University Institute for Women, Peace, Security. So, uh, congratulations to our friend Muna Lukman. What I learned from that episode of Muna Lukman was that she really described everything that goes on. You know, with uh, with her experiences in a very complicated conflict like Yemen. And hearing it from her, you know, it it's not 
um you know it's it's not a uh, a typical um how do you call it diplomatic reporting or technical reporting of what exactly is the yemeni conflict you know she really shares mm-hmm. yeah. you know how do normal average yemeni people experience the complex complexity of of their political and security situation and throughout the interview muna also shared with us how dangerous it is you know the kind of work that they do especially for women and yet they were able her group were able mm-hmm. to have a database of more Yemeni women really getting involved and participating and trying to find solutions to their plight in Yemen. So yeah. I really like that episode on Muna Lukman. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, Muna is, is remarkable winning the Hillary Clinton Award. But you know, one of our guests, Ayesa, also won an award recently. Miriam Coronel ah. Ferrer. Yeah. Oh, yes. Congratulations to Ie. Congratulations to Ie. It's really great, you know, that we're able to capture the stories of, of, of these remarkable women. Now, Attorney Salma, my <laughs> who is the one who always voluntolds me. What is your favorite episode or or one that um, you know grabs your attention? Well, actually there are maybe two or three, but of course the first one would be the episode where we talk about Mama. Yeah. Little vignettes about her career and her life. A second one was uh, when you guested Oyi and Sok. Oh, that's right. Our, part- um, our partners in... Professor Aurora Habana de Dios and Professor Socorro Reyes. Socorro Reyes. We have been partnering with them in most of our capacity building programs for Moro and IP women in Mindanao. And, and the two of them, it's their like partners. They draw strength from each other, and the insights that they uh, that they shared, uh, it, they bring theory down and make it uh, nuanced to what's happening in the community. So, uh, both uh, I always call Doc, Dr. Reyes and uh, Professor Oyi as you know national treasures, <laughs> but they said, "Oh, don't say that because it." It's, stuff, it's like a commentary on their age. 
that's true. Those those two women, Dina and Ayesa, you 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 know them already well by now. And yes, know, yes. never ever ever think about seniority status when you talk about those women because my God, the energy levels of those two are, are oh, but speaking, really I mean, they're they're more I mean, energetic than Salma. Ah, but speaking of seniority, <laughs> remember the episode with Ambassador Delia Albert? Oh, that was also fantastic. The first oh, episode. Right. Yeah. I yeah. listened to that. The first episode, yeah. Yeah, that, and, uh, and how, the comments how old is she can now? We have, can we have a feminist diplomacy in ASEAN? Yeah. And what did Ambassador Delia say? She doesn't think so. So Not yet, anyway. <laughs> And she's such a petite woman, right? But so full of life and <laughs> verve. We can barely catch up with what she wants to be done. That's true. Now, for me, as the the principal host of She Talks Peace, I really shouldn't have favorites, right? But, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, because of uh, the with the relationships, I really have to admit that uh, one of my personal favorites is episode 58. Salma mentioned it. It's about our mother. And uh, we we entitled it Mothers Empower Daughters. And it was Salma and I having a a conversation about how how our mother, Senator, former Senator Santanina Rasul, really influenced the two of us to be who we are today and to do what uh, we are doing. Our mother is not just an amazing public servant, but really a trailblazer in uh, empowering women from from Muslim Philippines. The only uh, sad part that Salma is going to agree about this is that we did not, you know, Dina, I guess it's really so terrible of our mother that she did not give us her genes for beauty. Every time her friends see us and then they, they I said, yeah. What happened to mother, you? Yeah, they, they always tell us, that's not Your nice. It's more huh? beautiful. And I said, <laughs> I don't like oh, this. Our, you both our brothers inherited her genes. They look more like our mother than um, Salma, myself, or our sister. Fatima. But anyway, it's really wonderful to listen to this um, uh, trip back memory lane, but we still have a lot to do moving moving forward. So I was going to ask you, uh, earlier you were talking and we were talking about how our friends uh, do listen to the podcast, but you think with what's happening in the world today, a podcast like She Talks Peace can still contribute to better awareness, helping establish the foundations for peace. Because the more I look at how divisive media has been, even in the United States, oh my goodness, uh, the, the influence of networks like Fox. Do you really think we can still make a difference, Dina, Ayesa, Salma? I think it is needed whether we feel it can make a difference or not. I've just been looking on Instagram, yeah? I'm no longer on Facebook. But when I look at Instagram, it's such, it's so polarizing. Yeah. And people are trying to make sense of everything and being shut down. But I think that when it comes, 
we not that we have to be neutral, but I think it'd be great if we can get people on the ground. I don't know how we're going to do this in Gaza, who actually say, look, both sides need mm. peace. I think I'm on the side of Hamas. I'm mm-hmm. on the side of Israel. But wow, this is no way to go. And you know, I was just looking how people talk about how this is about colonization. Right. I'm not an expert on colonization. I'm reading more for my research. And you think, are we going to keep blaming colonization? Yeah. So I'm still murky about this. I'm keeping away from the fights on Instagram. But I think it'd be great if we do a series on people, you know, good scholars. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, this is what's happening here, blah, blah, blah. And this is a way to peace. Mm-hmm. I think I could be wrong. Salma, Dr. Aisha, I mean, I don't know. What do you all think? What do you think, Ayesa? Is there still room for podcasts like She Talks Peace in a polarizing world? Definitely, Amina. I mean, um, just like how we, you know, we always promote and we do peace education, right? While these conflicts, you know, some of these conflicts, we, we can be lucky that some of them can be resolved, like Mindanao, like Bangsamoro and Aceh. Um, but then Palestine and and uh, Israel is really the longest running so far. Uh, while you know we are still trying to to see how will it end up, but you know we should never lose hope and we should continue you know uh, teaching the younger generation you know what can be done you know and because it will all be in the um, you know it will you know it will be. The responsibility of the younger generation as well, you know, if they will have the courage, you know, to to be in the front lines, you know, for this type of uh, long-standing conflict. So I'm not giving up entirely, and we do have friends, in fact, from who are in 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 Gaza. Right. Uh, we've interviewed someone in the past, Amina, right? And even on the Israeli side, you know, yeah. we've also inter- had a guest. And um, recently, uh, one of my husband's uh, student, you know, Reham, whom we interviewed, oh, by the way. We did. We did. Uh, Reham, finally, you know, my husband was really concerned about her, you know, situation there, but she did send a message. She said that she's okay because she's taking care of her mom. She was actually here in Penang just a week ago or two weeks ago, you know, but still she insisted that she wants to go home because her mother is there. So we really hope and, and pray that, yeah, that, that you know, it, there will be a stop to what is happening now in, in, in Gaza. Yeah, I, yeah I, I agree with you. I agree with you completely uh, about that. We interviewed Lucy Talje um, from Palestine. And, uh, you know, all of us uh, Muslims, when we think Palestine, we think Muslims. Lucy is a Catholic uh, Palestinian, and she was elected to the um, council, the city council of Bethlehem. So Lucy has been keeping us posted about what's going on. And this is the, this is the thing. Um, in the news, you, you would mostly hear about the devastation, the deaths. On the Israeli side, not as much attention is really given to the deaths on the Palestinian side. And uh, it looks like there has been over a thousand deaths and the, the devastation is really remarkable. It's hard to imagine how the Palestinians can recover from this, uh, this massive bombing. How about you, Salman? Palestine. 
Palestine has really been surrounded. You, know, oh, you yeah. can actually watch on television, you know, the yeah. the warfare that's been going on. You know, Pilsanity mm-hmm. has to prevail on both sides, both the Israeli government and the the Hamas. You know, you're you're just you're just hurting your own people. What about you, Salma? You think you think there's room for us? Yes, because you know what? We're in the Philippines is in the fourth industrial revolution, right? The other countries are entering their fifth. Mm. Podcast is the platform of the young. You know, so if you want to engage uh, future generations, essentially the teens right. and even pre-teens, this is the way to go because uh, the podcast, I remember, I recall the audience share. Mm-hmm. We have um, a significant portion uh, comes from young people. And uh, because the podcast is a platform that oh. that it, that engages them. So I think there's a place for She Talks Peace. And, you know, as you recall, what we learned in our alma mater, you know, if we, if it's not for us, kung hindi tayo, sino kikilos? If we don't act, who will? Who if will? not now, when? So when? one step at a time, a day at a time, trying to create and increase levels of awareness of issues, such as what's happening in, in Palestine. Um, the more we talk about it, uh, facets that are rarely covered by mainstream media, uh, it's going to enrich the knowledge of anybody who takes uh, time to listen to the podcast. So I think, yes, there's still a need for, for the podcast. And besides the way very serious subject matter are treated, it's easy for the listener because it's not too high, highfalutin or purely fury. <laughs> I, I remember an episode when you were singing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, and I also remember oh, that an episode. Was, um, Princess Mononoke or? Yes. And I, I remember an episode when Ayesha and I were talking about manga and anime. <laughs> these, are, these are things that interest <clears throat> the young. So podcast, your podcast is a way of what? Crossing, cutting across generations. You know, so and making all all types of audiences uh, listen and hear from community-based peace builders and see what their experiences are. Yeah, it's it's just too bad, Salma, that Jenny couldn't join us. Uh, one of our uh, co-hosts also who pitches in every time we need we need her to. Unfortunately, is in a conference in South Africa. So Salma has asked him, ask uh, Jenny to dig for some diamonds, not blood diamonds, but Jenny Lind Elmapo uh, has uh, co-hosted this show several times. And I'm sure that uh, she would have a lot to, to say about what a podcast like She Talks Peace can do in uh, really pushing, you know, getting women to be more part of peace building, of uh, peace and security. Especially when when we talk about what's happening in uh, in the Palestine, you know, all 
Dean, I'm really glad that you you brought that up because every time I think about what's happening there, I think about Lucy, whose house is right next to the wall. So my, you know, I I always worry about uh, what's going to happen to the people that we know, both on the Palestinian side and on the the Israeli side. I I, I really do pray for sanity and peace to prevail to come back because as of as of today like uh, several thousands already have been killed it's it's uh it's incredible truly yeah dina you were saying amina Am- oh, yes, what is amina what is really worrying that when you turn on the television you have mm. all these statements from governments yes. you know i will not name anymore but these are first world countries yeah. you know saying that they will be sending more ammunition, more weapons to to Israel, and it's re- that's really the the saddest part. It's yeah. like the only way for them to end it is again militarily, yeah. as if we never learned that you cannot end the war in a military using military methods. That's so true. that's how. That's how we, in fact, we we reason out with, um, you know, this idea of patriarchy and the war system, mm-hmm. <laughs> because precisely why there is a need for more uh, women peace security agenda right. when we talk about international peace and security, because you know it has been built in such a way that all these uh, governments, you know, states, really continue to look at the realist perspective of ending a conflict using military means yeah. that's the saddest part yeah well, let's uh, let's we can only hope and and pray ayesa and now before we end our show because time is flying may i ask each of you for your final thoughts your message for for our listeners let's start with my little sister salma so now you're in your 110th episode, right? So I, so. my, my wish is that you'll have a few hundred more, and that the <laughs> view, and that the viewership would expand. Yeah, um, and probably I really hope that you know our security sector takes time to listen to the podcast because uh, as what Ayesa, Ayesa said, you don't really gain much if you use the force mm-hmm. of guns yeah. but rather influencing communities through peaceful uh, means would be the better way. So right. creating an environment that's you know, where peace concepts can be slowly embedded in the psyche of uh, community members. I think that's the way to go. And I hope uh, our policymakers, at least here in the country, especially in BARM, consider this. That's great. Great wish, Salma. Me too. Wish the same. Dina, what's your wish? My prayers is that you get serious funding. You can't be going on this, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because when I think about it, you can go so much better. You need to get a team, you know, a regional team to make this. You could be the new CNN just for peace building. No, I'm serious. 
Yeah, for peace that's building. That. Well, the thing is, we should have this. It's just that you need to get a, you know, a media person or media company to back you all up. Mm. It's not easy. I mean, like, even in Malaysia, things are just not doing well in the media, so I can't, you know. But regionally, there must be someone there. Right. So I hope your message reaches them, Dina, whoever they ah. are, in whatever country they're in. <laughs> All right. Ayesa. Yeah, okay. Um, I think um, hopefully in the future, we will also have more younger women, mm. you know, uh, join us in She Talks Peace. And I think uh, that's part of our uh, contribution as well. You know, how do we bridge now the generation gap? I think I could imagine it will be a very interesting conversation, even with our daughters, you know, or our uh, niece and, you know, a younger generation of women, you know, so that hopefully uh, they can uh, also participate in our discussions on She Talks Peace. Thank you for that reminder, Ayesa. But um, just to give you, Dina and um, Salma, room to hope, we are retaining 5% of our listenership at under 18. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the teenagers who listen to us will, will grow in number. And maybe, you know, if we, they, we can increase their percentage to 10%, that would, be, that would be really great. But I agree with you. The next generation is very important to bring on board, you know, replacement theory, right, Ayesa? To replace us <laughs> as we as we nurture plants that grow around our graves. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for co-hosting She Talks Peace. Jenny, if you're listening in South Africa, thank you for for co-hosting and I hope that you will continue to be part of uh, she talks peace, as you said. There is need for a group like like ours. Hopefully, trying to talk sense into groups that see nothing wrong with uh, with warfare, who think that warfare is a win win situation. When you and I, we know it's a lose lose situation. Even when you win, you lose. And she talks peace is one of the uh, measures, one of the platforms that we have put together to make people realize you cannot win in armed conflict, that the only way to secure our families, our communities, is really to get people to talk to each other. Because what do they say, Ayesa, Dina, Salma, when you're talking, you're not fighting. So, dear listeners, um, thank you for supporting us uh, all this time. It's it's been two years already that we've been on um, the show, and do stay with us. So, for now, this is Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy saying bye for now. Continue to listen. To us, and I'm going to ask my other co-host to also say their normal ending message. Let's start with Dina. I will say, well, everyone, this is a goodbye for now. Dina Zaman from Iman Research. 
Stay on for the next episode of She Talks Peace. Ayesa. And this is Ayesa from Penang and Kedah in Malaysia. So until our next episode, do join us again for more chit-chat in She Talks Peace. Salma. And this is Salma. Uh, wishing everybody a good day, a good night, a good afternoon. And please tune in regularly to She Talks Peace. And Assalamu alaikum from the Philippines. Assalamu alaikum from Malaysia. Assalamu alaikum from Vienna. Assalamu alaikum from Penang and Kedah. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. She Talks Peace is brought to you in partnership with Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. For more information, check out their website at podcastnetwork.asia and podmetrics.co. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.